Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of Just a Thought with Lainey Evans. I'm your host, Lainey. And before we even get into today's episode, I just want to preface this podcast by saying, yes, I am sick. I am sorry if I sound gross and stuffy. I woke up yesterday with a fever, you know, not doing too great. So if there's a lot of cuts in this episode, it's because I'm coughing. Um, I still have a fever right now. I'm pushing through, um, and I'll get more into that in my weekly recap. But I just wanted to preface this by saying I'm sorry if my voice is a little bit stuffy or annoying. If you don't want to listen to it, that's totally fine. I totally understand. Feel free to just go listen to a different episode or come back next week. I would like to plug my YouTube channel and my Instagrams. My YouTube is just my name, Lainey Evans. I post wellness, health, fitness, recipe content, self-love, college life, all that sort of stuff. Lots of vlogs, lifestyle, uh, simple recipes, all that jazz. And my main Instagram is laney.foods. I also post healthy recipes on there, health, wellness, self-acceptance, growth mindset stuff, motivation. And my Instagram for this podcast is justathought.pod. Make sure to follow that. If you would like to stay updated on what episodes are coming out, any information I have, um, and then also if I ever do Q&As, they will be done on the story over there. So make sure you are following so you can be included in a podcast episode. All right, let's get into our weekly segments. Drink of the day today is a sparkling water from Trader Joe's, and it is the mandarin orange flavor, I believe. No, sorry, cranberry clementine. Yes, that is the drink of the day. Now let's get into the weekly recap. Thursday, my family arrived here in New York. So my mom and my dad, my aunt and uncle, another one of my aunts, and one of my cousins. And Thursday, I was super busy with classes, so I basically just got to say hi to my mom, my dad, and one of my aunts. Um, And they dropped off an advent calendar for me, which I think is super sweet. Last year, I had asked my mom why we never did advent calendars because I'd been seeing people do them and like people had like a tradition of like having a homemade one like every year and I had asked her why we never did that and I'm pretty sure her response was she didn't really know why we never did it she I don't know if she just never thought to do it but I'm pretty sure she just decided didn't really make a decision to do it or not do it it just wasn't something that was done um so she made me and my brother I believe um, advent calendars. I don't know what my brother's looks like, but mine is like a really cool Christmas tree. And then she has a bunch of little boxes on it that have like fun Christmas paper on it. And obviously each day I'll open up the box. And if you want to see what I'm getting in those, I do have a highlight reel or a highlight story over on my Instagram, lenny.foods. You can check it out there. It's under the advent cal 22 is the title for it. So I'm posting every day what I get on there. And it's been really sweet, and I really like it. So very grateful for that. And I think it's absolutely amazing. And, like, it melted my heart when she remembered that and put the effort in and made that happen for me this year, like, that she really listened to that and made it happen for me. So thank you, Mom, if you're listening to this. It means a lot to me that you took the time and the effort to put that together for me. Friday, I had classes Um, And I got done with class at 5.50, so then I went to dinner with my parents at a place called Cafe Fiorello. Super good. We got some, like, vegetarian dishes, like, like a plate of, it was a, 
butternut squash lasagna, which was absolutely amazing, some roasted heirloom, not tomatoes, carrots. They were like rainbow carrots, and they were roasted really good. And then we got Brussels sprouts. Those were really good. And then for our main dish, we split two pizzas. We got a margarita pizza and a Four Seasons pizza, which had artichoke mushrooms, peppers, and pesto on it. It was very good. Definitely recommend trying out that place. Their pizza is so good. I mean, they have a lot of other foods. I'm pretty sure it's like an Italian. Like, I'm pretty sure most of their cuisine is Italian there. But their pizza was 10 out of 10, especially if you like thin crust. I really, personally, I like thin crust pizza over thick crust just because I like that. I like the crunchiness of it. But if you don't like thin crust, then I would definitely try something else from there. But it was a lot of fun. Um, And then after we went to dinner, I went back to my dorm, met up with two of my friends, and we walked to Rockefeller Center to meet with my family. And so my family met my friends. It was awesome. And then we went and saw the tree at Rockefeller Center. And my friends and I ended up walking to Bryant Park because I needed to find a bathroom. And they wanted hot chocolate. So we found a bathroom, and then they got hot chocolate. We didn't walk around to look at any of the stores, though, because this weekend we're actually going to be going and, like, looking at all the little shops at Bryant Park. And one of my friends is going to go ice skating. I would go ice skating, but all the tickets are sold out, so I can't go this week. But in the future, it'll probably happen at some point. And there's plenty of other places to go ice skating, too. So, But I will let you guys know if I go ice skating this winter. Saturday, I went to a place called Effie's Diner, I believe, or Effie's something. Um, I think it's Effie's Diner. And it was like a cute little brunch spot. And I got shashuka. I've never had shashuka before. Or shakshuka. I don't know how to pronounce it. I apologize. Um, I got the green shashuka. And it had like feta cheese and spinach and eggs and like obviously the tomato sauce. And it was served with warm pita bread and hummus. It was so delicious. Absolutely like 10 out of 10 recommend if you're looking for a cute place to go for breakfast. And they have so many options there for people that are vegetarian and vegan definitely very inclusive lots of sweet options savory options they have like different wraps um they had a vegan shawarma wrap and i was really tempted to try that but i also really wanted to try shashuka because i want to attempt to make it myself so i wanted to make sure i liked it first which i don't know how i wouldn't like it but i wanted to try it made for me before i try making it for myself After we went to breakfast, my dad and I went to Central Park and walked around. I showed him where the bridge and the hotel from Home Alone 2 is. And then we, it was raining, so we went to Pret. I think it's called Pret Amonger, Pret, something like that. Um, It's a London-based coffee company. So if you have seen it before, it's like, it's the Red Star, and then Pret is spelled P-R-E-T. So I went there for the first time. They look like they have a lot of good, like, ready-made meals in there. So I definitely know if I'm ever in Central Park and I need somewhere to go to grab something to eat really quick that I can go there and get something. Um, Their coffee was pretty good. I didn't get anything special. I just got an Americano with oat milk, I believe. Maybe it was almond milk. I'm not sure. I do not remember. But it was a warm drink, and my dad and I sat in like one of the big windows and just watched the rain and chatted. It was a very nice moment. Um, I really enjoyed spending time with him. And then we went to the Macy's store to meet up with the rest of my family. It was way too crowded there, so as soon as we got there, I left 
because I was overwhelmed by the amount of people and it was it was just a lot so I left them and I went back to where I live and got ready to go to dinner with my family we went to a restaurant called Hourglass Bistro I only had one option really on the menu that I could have so I had that it was it wasn't anything special so you know but if you are if you like eating meat and stuff and you like pasta I definitely recommend going there um, my other option was like a pumpkin actually I think I had a couple of pasta options but I really wasn't feeling pasta so I just they had a different menu online so when I was looking for places for us to eat I was going off of obviously the menu I saw online but their menu in person was completely different so I couldn't get any of the stuff that I saw online which kind of sucked but it's okay I can't control it so I got like a I think it was like a portobello mushroom it was like a giant portobello mushroom and then there was zucchini and peppers it was just like roasted if you want to see a photo of it, you can go check it out on my Instagram. It should be in my food highlight. It wasn't anything crazy, so... But that's alright. Not every meal has to be the best. And then after we had dinner, we walked around for a little bit on Times Square. Which, honestly, if you're here for, like, a short amount of time and you want to see a lot of stuff in one spot, Times Square is, like, a good place to go, obviously. But once you're, like, a person who just, like, lives here, you kind of start to realize that... Times Square really isn't that much fun because it's just really, really crowded and there's a lot of people and it's overwhelming and there's not really much to do there after you've seen everything that's there. I met up with one of my friends who was coming to meet my family and we were going to go see the Rockettes. So Saturday night we went and saw the Rockettes. It was a good performance. It was a lot of fun. It was a great time with my family. The show was good. It was interesting, though, because the show was at 10 o'clock, so it was a very late show for me, but I'm glad that the show just, like, kept moving and there wasn't, like, an intermission or anything, so it was pretty cool to see a show that I have wanted to see since I was, like, little. Sunday was extremely hectic for me uh, because I wasn't home pretty much all Saturday because I was with my family, Um, so I had to meal prep and go to a makeup class that I had because we had Thanksgiving day off of school so the classes that we missed that day we had to make up on Sunday so I had to go to that I had to do my laundry I had to make sure I had everything ready for Monday I just basically everything I do over Friday night Saturday and Sunday I had to do all just on Sunday on top of having a makeup class that was two and a half hours, so it just, it was a little bit stressful, but I got everything done, and I'm okay now. Monday, I had my first midterm, and after school, I went to the gym, and then that night at my dorm in the student lounge area, I played Cards Against Humanity and Uno with some people, and then I went to bed, and woke up in the middle of the night violently shaking with, like, I was, like, sweating, but I was also violently shaking because I was cold. And I was like, oh, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. Because I knew a sickness had been going around for a while here, and then it went away for, like, a week, and now there's a new sickness going around. And so when I woke up, I was like, no, like, I didn't get it. There's no way. Like, I, I can't. Not when midterms are literally all week this week. I got up Tuesday morning after literally just a night of, like, laying in my bed, shivering and sweating. 
um, and I called my mom because I could barely breathe. And I went, I called my mom and she told me what to do. So I went and got a COVID test. I got tea, cough drops, and a thermometer. I took the COVID test. It was negative. I took my temperature. I had a fever, which I thought I already pretty much knew I did because I was shaking so hard, but I was also sweating. And obviously that's your body trying to fight off a sickness. This is how your body responds. I was not feeling good at all. I'm still not feeling good, but I felt absolutely terrible. Um, but I needed to go to class because this week is midterms. And also, I don't want to have to miss classes and worry about making them up because that's just going to be very stressful for me. So I almost passed out in class, but I got my midterms done and got through the day. Um, and then that night, I was trying to cut a lemon. This is completely off topic of the being sick thing. Um, but I was trying to cut a lemon and it rolled out of my hand and the knife went right into my finger. So cut my finger open last night. And then today I don't really feel any better, but my friend gave me, um, like a medicine that helped my throat a little bit. This morning when I woke up, I literally sounded like an old man that was like having an asthma attack. Like I literally could not breathe. I thought I was going to die. Um, I was trying really hard to like slow my breathing down and like calm down but I was not getting like any air into my lungs and mind you it was like 6 a.m so I was like I don't know what to do because like none of my friends are awake and I can't just like go all the way up to their rooms right now because I literally would probably pass out like in the elevator like on the stairs or something yeah it was just it was not great when I woke up this morning but I ended up going to school I had one of my classes got canceled today so I actually was able to come back to my room for two hours and have lunch, which I usually don't get to do on Wednesdays. Wednesdays is my busiest day. I usually have like eight hours straight of class. Um, so I actually had a two hour break today, which was super duper nice. Um, and then I went back, I had my jazz midterm and my modern midterm. And then after my modern midterm, we still had like an hour left of class. It, we were doing a lot of like rolling and like swinging and releasing and stuff to the floor. I literally thought I was going to vomit, like, the entire time. But I held it together, and I didn't throw up, so pretty proud of myself. Um, and then came back to my dorm, had dinner, just got off the phone with my mom, and now I'm chatting with you. So that brings me to our highs and lows. My high of the week was probably seeing my family, getting to spend time with them, having them meet my friends, um, getting to try a couple new places to eat, all that stuff that was a lot of fun. Um, and then my low of the week has been being sick. I don't enjoy being sick. I don't know why anyone would enjoy being sick. But I will say, when I am sick, it makes me much more appreciative for the times that I'm not sick. So, like, I really like being able to breathe, and I'd like to be able to go back to doing that. My goal last week was to um, not break any more dishes, if you haven't listened to my last episode, go listen to it, and I explained that in the weekly recap. So, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I didn't want to break any more dishes, and I wanted to stay on top of my dances and my assignments and classes, and I have not broken any more dishes, and I am staying on top of all my assignments as of right now, and midterms are going good so far, other than the fact that I am absolutely miserable while doing them, but that's okay, I don't have to let it show. My goal this week is, this is really free, freaking hard for me, allow myself extra rest. 
if I need it, even though it's hard for me because I'm still, I have to be 100% honest, I'm still trapped in that productivity mindset or thinking that I'm going to lose progress or be off track if I miss like a couple of days of doing something. So I'm trying really hard to give myself the rest. And now saying this out loud, I was hoping I would be able to go to the gym tomorrow. Like I really wanted to go to the gym, but now saying that out loud, I really probably shouldn't go. Um, And I think I know that deep down, even though I really want to, and I really want to lift. But if anything, that's just going to make me be out longer, so I really probably shouldn't go. And also, that puts other people at risk of getting sick. Wow, I'm really glad that I said that out loud. So now I know that I need I need to stay home tomorrow morning and just take care of myself. Okay. Wow. Anyways. How am I doing on a scale of 1 to 10? I am like a 4. Um, if I wasn't sick, I'd probably be an 8 or a 9. But because I'm sick... I'm a four. I'm really, I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on. How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. If you're not, if you're sick like me, or if you're struggling with something, just know that we're going to get through this together. It's going to be okay. And if you are having a good day, that's absolutely amazing. That's what we love to hear. Just check in with yourself. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean you have to judge how you're feeling. It's more just bringing awareness to it and acknowledging how you're feeling because sometimes we forget to do that. With all that being said, uh, let's get into today's topic. Okay, today's episode is episode 20 of my podcast. So if you've listened to all 20 of these episodes, you are a real one. And even if you're new to my podcast, I greatly appreciate your support and I'm glad you are here. I hope you stick around. Make sure to go check out all my other episodes. But yeah, so for today's 20th episode, I thought I'd do something kind of fun, um, definitely still very informative and I think important, but fun because it's more of a listy episode. Um, And as you probably could tell by the title, it is 22 things I learned in 2022. I know we are in December, so we're technically not to the new year yet, but I figured All these things are still going to apply in December anyways, and I thought it would be nice that for episode 20, we did 22 things I learned in 2022. So, with that being said, let's just hop right into it because I have no idea how long this is going to take. If anything discussing food or body image or anything like that is triggering to you, That's not everything I talk about in this episode, but if those things are triggering, you might want to just skip around if you hear anything about that, because I know for some people, hearing other people's stories actually cannot be supportive to their journey. So you can always feel free to click off of today's episode as well. I have plenty of other topics that I talk about that do not discuss body image or food or anything like that. Number one, something that I have learned and have been trying to accept and have definitely seen improvement in me accepting is my body looks different to me every single day. Um, I've learned that we, as humans, we look at ourselves the most out of anyone. So when even there's the smallest change um, between one day or like even a couple hours, no one else really notices that. And even if they did, It doesn't matter. It's your body. You are beautiful no matter what. And 
I try to remind myself that I don't have to like look a certain way just to make other people happy or to fit to a societal standard. And with that, it has helped me learn that one day I may wake up and absolutely love the way that I look. And then the next day I may have a complete 180 and be crying and just not be able to look at myself and need to put on baggy clothes. And that's perfectly okay. And most of the time when I reflect on it, it actually has nothing to do with the way that I look that day. It's just, was I stressed from something that happened at school? Or was I feeling anxious about something? Or was I getting in my head about certain things? Or, you know, was I having like a big project coming up in school? I think that I've been learning that I kind of tend to reflect other feelings onto my body just because it's like one of the easiest things for me to go to. So it's definitely something that I'm realizing. And also, just in general, humans' bodies fluctuate every single day and that's completely normal. And learning to accept that and just, you know, maybe notice it but still be able to move past it and just continue on with your life is just such an important realization that I made this year. Number two, I can eat a lot more than I thought. In the beginning of 2022, well, more like November 2021, I started my first quote-unquote bulk and... Little did I know that after that bulk, I'm saying it with quotations, you just can't see me, that would be my now maintenance calories. Um, I am eating more than I feel like I ever have in my entire life, and I never thought that that would be possible, and I have moments where I'll look back at myself like a year ago, and I'll be like, I feel like I haven't made much progress, and then I pause, and I'm like, wait... First of all, look at how much freaking muscle you have now. Second of all, you were eating like half the amount of food you're eating now. So if you can look, it's not even about how I look. If I can feel as good as I feel right now and I'm eating way more and I'm moving my body the way that I want to and I'm learning how to be less stressed around food and exercise, keyword learning, It's, it's a learning process. I'm not perfect. If I can recognize that, that's really what's important. I just, I never realized that I can eat so much more than I thought. And it's been so relieving to realize that and remind myself that and just know that like, I deserve to feel myself and my body is giving me cues and signals because it's what it needs and I need to listen to it. Number three, I really need to be shouting this at myself right now. Rest is important and I need to give myself more of it. Gosh darn. I'm really just like giving myself stuff I need to listen to like right now. I am I need to just learn to rest and sit down and relax when my body is asking for it. My body is practically begging me to do nothing right now and I'm still trying to find ways around it when literally my body is like telling me to sit my ass down and just sleep and take care of myself so I I really needed to hear that I made this list yesterday and I definitely needed to hear that right now so thank you past Lainey number four also these are in a really random order so could be going all over the place but number four is something I learned this year balsamic glaze is so delicious 
it's amazing on pasta, it's amazing on pizza, you can have it, I've told you about this before in my, these are a few of my favorite things episode, I love taking cucumber with cottage cheese, a little cherry tomato, and a drizzle of balsamic glaze on it, and you can also put like a crack of salt and pepper on there if you want, literally so good, so delicious, um, yeah, balsamic glaze on everything, put it on toast, um, veggies, salads, anything and everything balsamic glaze. Number five, I can eat out multiple days in a row and I'll be okay. Perfect example of that is this past weekend when my family was here, I was having doubts about eating out on Friday night and then going out for breakfast Saturday morning and going out for dinner Saturday night. And because I was worried about that and feeling like I shouldn't do that, guess what I did? I made myself do that. I put myself in those situations so that I could do it, so I could face it, and I could prove to myself that nothing was going to change. Because I deserve to have those meals with my family and make those memories with my family and be with them when they're here because they were only here for a limited amount of time. And also, it's not like I eat like that every day. And the food that I had was delicious. I enjoyed it. I got to spend time with people I love. There really isn't any negative to it. So I'm so proud of myself for doing that. And this is just your gentle reminder that you don't have to worry about eating out a couple days in a row or, you know, eating out for a week if you're, like, on vacation or something like that. Anything like that, like, it's okay. It's just a small amount of time, and your body knows how to handle that. And focus more on just spending time with the people you love and making memories rather than, you know, whether the food is necessarily the healthiest option for you or the most nutrient-dense or you know, maybe you were scared of the calories and something, you don't, I know it can be hard and it's easier said than done, but you just have to try to keep reminding yourself that the only way to get through that fear is by putting yourself in that situation and making yourself prove to yourself that you're going to come out okay in the end. Number six, don't be scared to work really hard on something even if nobody else believes in you. Now, I could say this about multiple things. This could be school, a career, Um, a side hustle that you have and for me I do have a very very supportive family um, and friends people support me in like I know my family and my my parents friends very much support me in my social media like I know that they watch my YouTube videos and listen to my podcast episodes and follow me some of them follow me on Instagram stuff like that I know that they're supportive of me my friends are very supportive of me yes I still have I still don't really pull my camera out in front of them because I don't want to make anyone feel awkward. Um, but they know that I have it and they never make me feel weird for it. If anything, they just seem curious to know like what I do. Um, and I have lots of friends that watch my videos and tell me that they love the content that I'm making and that makes me very happy that they enjoy what I'm creating and that it can be helpful to them. Um, that just warms my heart and that's all I can ask for is that the content I'm creating is helping at least one person a small difference in someone's life and then also with school I have very supportive family and friends in the career that I am pursuing which as a person going into performing arts that can be a career that a lot of people are not supportive of because they think it's not a stable career to go into or that it can be you know hard to get into it can also be expensive to go to school yes school is expensive here in New York but I know that this is what I want, this is where I want to be, 
and I'm chasing a dream that I've had since I was little and why not chase it now while I'm young and if it ends up that I don't enjoy it or I decide I want to do something else that's completely okay I have the rest of my life to figure out what I want to do so yeah I just I think it's really important that you're choosing what you want to do and then on top of that like I said don't be scared to work really hard on those things I put in so many hours to dance and I another good example the gym I go to the gym no one motivates me to go to the gym I choose to do that I choose to do that for my mental health I choose to do it for my physical health I choose to do that every day that I go I work really hard and I do it for me and I don't do it for other people's validation. Um, I don't know what other people think about me going. I don't think I've ever heard any negative commentary on me going, but also maybe people just don't say it to my face. I'm not really sure, and that doesn't really matter to me. That's not my business. But all these things, my creating content, I spend a very good amount, of, like a decent amount of time on creating content that I feel is valuable and is for my audience and that I feel like will connect with someone. Um, I work out really hard in the gym. I push myself and try to grow there mentally and physically. And I push myself in school and I'm chasing a dream that I never even knew was going to happen. So I feel like I am living proof that you don't have to be scared of going after what you really, really want. You just have to be willing to work really hard for it number seven the only way to get what you want or where like the only way to get what you want or where you want to be is by starting so say you want to start social media I wanted to start social media for such a long time and I decided to not start taking it seriously until I pretty much turned 18 just because I didn't really know if my parents wanted me to have a YouTube channel when I was like still technically not an adult and all that stuff so I started taking it seriously like right when I turned 18 because obviously then it's in my control and I enjoy it so much I had no clue what I was doing when I was starting I still don't fully have any idea what I'm doing but I know that I'm enjoying what I'm doing and with more time more practice more hours of doing it I'm just going to get better and better and I'm going to continue to grow in what it is that I'm doing so don't be afraid to start even if you have no clue how to start just start number eight if you have goals break them down into smaller more digestible goals because if you so say you have like a goal to reach a hundred thousand subscribers on youtube okay well maybe you're only at 50 subscribers right now setting that expectation for yourself right away is a bit unrealistic so instead of saying 100k maybe you say okay let's get to 1k first then once you get to 1K, okay, let's get to 10K. Okay, 10K, 50K, 50K, 75K, 75K, 100K. You know, like you have to give yourself those smaller tiers of goals within like a big goal so that it's more attainable and it's you are able to see that you've achieved a goal within a goal. I hope that makes sense because if you're not seeing like that success of like 0 to 100 right away, you're going to feel like you're failing when really if you looked at it, you actually now have 50,000 more subscribers than you have when you started. But because you aren't at 100K, you can be overlooking that growth. And with that, number nine, I like to use the term 1% better. If you can 
try going into every day hoping to hoping and trying and working to be 1% better than the day before that is amazing because think about that 1% better every day you're going to this is kind of this is dumb but it's not dumb though but this is like the easiest way to think of it 365 days in a year you're 1% better every day you're going to be 365% better than you were at the start of of the last year and when you look at it like that that is a lot that's a lot of improvement whether you want to believe it at first or not like i know that a year from now i'm going to look back on me right now and be like oh if only you knew if only you knew what was coming for you cuz i look back on my past self and i'm i i have those moments or i have moments where i feel bad for my younger self or just want to give my younger self even myself six months ago just like love and compassion and tell myself that it's going to be okay and that I'm okay and I can keep going and I just got to keep trying so I definitely think that thinking about that one percent better every day it will add up over time even if it seems very small each and every day number 10 stop caring what others think again easier said than done but when you really learn to just not give a crap about what other people have to say obviously within reason like if people are telling you something because they care about you or it's for your safety or I don't know like maybe they're your boss and they're telling you something obviously pay attention to that that's important but when people are just commenting on you to comment or like leaving you hate or telling you things that you don't necessarily need to hear you don't have to listen to that that's just outside noise you can just Hone in on yourself, focus on you, focus on getting 1% better every day because you're going to be 10 steps ahead of them and they're still going to be thinking about you and feel jealous of you when you're being successful and doing what you want to do and not worrying about what other people have to say. Number 11, failure is good because when you think about it, failure is redirection to what is right for you. So you failed a test. Or you failed at getting a job you wanted. Okay, maybe that wasn't the right job for you. And maybe in a year's time, you'll be working at a place that is your dream job. And you'll look back and you'll say, wow, I'm so glad that I didn't get that job I applied for. Even though it seemed like the biggest deal at the time. I'm so glad that I'm here now. Every failure can give you something to learn. Or it can be a redirection to something that is better for you. Obviously, you can... If you fail at something or something doesn't go the way you want it, you have every right to be upset about it and to sit in it and feel the way that you feel. But down the line, you're going to see that that failure happened for a reason. Number 12, get rid of people who don't serve what stage of life you're in. Um, If people are holding you back from goals you want to reach or they aren't lining up with your style of life or they just don't have the same goals or intentions as you, it's okay to move on. It's okay to create distance or tell them that you th- you just think that you're in different points of life and need to, like I said, move on from them. It's better to be honest with people and honest with yourself and not just stay stuck in friendships or relationships just to please other people you need to do what's best for yourself and if that means leaving a situation then definitely do that 13 take photos and videos to look back on even the smallest moments 
I have become such a big proponent of romanticizing my life this year. I have so many random videos, like short clips and photos and stuff on my phone of me just doing like the most like romanticized shit ever. And I love it. Obviously, I record clips like that for my Instagram, but even if I didn't record clips like that for my Instagram, it's fun to just scroll through my camera roll and, like, see what I was doing on a particular day because those short clips, like, bring back memories. I'm like, I have this video of me probably, like, a year and a half ago, me walking down the middle of a road in my, in my neighborhood in Wisconsin, and I had black hair, and the under half of my hair was dyed yellow, and I was wearing a purple tank top and a white tennis skirt. And I looked so happy and I was just skipping down the middle of the road. And because I took that video, I distinctly remember that entire day. I know I went to a graduation party that day. I know I had a rehearsal at my dance studio for the vocal company I was in. Like, I know that, like, I remember that entire day just from that one little video. And I remember how I was feeling. I was genuinely feeling excited and hopeful. And I had just gotten my gym membership, like, that month so I was just feeling like I was like on a high and just little moments like those that you can look back on really help you remember where you are at a certain you were at in a certain point in time so don't underestimate the power of photos and videos number 14 don't be afraid to move away from home or make big steps take big steps towards your dreams um perfect example for me I moved to New York pretty much as soon as I turned 18. I moved to New York, and I am so happy that I did. I love my family. I obviously miss them dearly, and I don't think it's an easy decision to just get up and move your entire life to a completely other state that's a 1,000 miles away from home. But I knew that being here is what I needed to be happy. I knew that this was going to feel like home, and it does feel like home, and I know that in order for me to be successful in what I want to do and to live the, the life that I want to live, I need to be here right now at this moment in, in time. Could that change where I feel like I need to be? Yes, of course. Things always change. But right now this is where I want and need to be, and I'm so glad that I took that step to get here. Number 15, strong is greater than skinny. I'm sure you've heard this saying before, but strong is greater than skinny. I have been working so hard this year to focus on getting stronger in the gym and being able to lift more weight and lift with good form and get more muscle definition rather than what I used to do when I was in my disordered eating which was like when I was in like the depths of my disordered eating I would just focus so much on doing everything in my power to just get smaller and smaller and smaller and now I'm like no, like, I want, like, huge biceps and, like, a muscular back and, like, I want to grow my legs and, like, all this stuff. And I just feel like that's so much better of a feeling. Like, I want, I genuinely want to grow rather than shrink myself. And I haven't felt that way in so long. So being able to have that feeling is just so relieving for me and so, like, I don't know, it's just like a breath of fresh air to like be able to recognize that and say that out loud that like I want to grow. I don't want to shrink myself for the benefit of others to make other people happy. I'm done people pleasing. I'm so, so done with people pleasing. Number 16, 
get to know yourself first slash date yourself. Uh, This year, I have been really focusing on, like, getting to know who Lainey is, what Lainey likes, what Lainey doesn't like, um, how Lainey likes to spend her time, what Lainey likes, like, what her favorite foods are, what her favorite beverages are, what makes her sad, what makes her happy, all that stuff. And I think that, yeah, it can sound cheesy at times, but the more you do it, the more you try to get to know yourself through going on solo dates or journaling or doing acts of kindness for yourself or just sitting with your feelings or asking yourself how you're doing or, you know, just checking in with yourself um, or asking yourself why you're feeling what you're feeling, doing stuff like that really helps you build a relationship with yourself. And I feel like most of the time we don't really think about the fact that we have a relationship with ourselves and that relationship is so important. If we can't have a good relationship with ourselves, it's going to be a lot harder to have good relationships with other people. For me personally, one of the most important things I have done this year is build up my foundation of trust and love for myself. Number 17, learn to cook meals that you love because it makes your relationship with food so much better. I promise you. And not just like a couple of veggies and like a piece of like tofu. No, like make delicious food. Like make the pasta, have the pizza. If you want like a salad, have a salad. Like whatever you want, but make it taste good. Don't don't skimp out on stuff and don't just like try to make everything like don't don't try to cheat it (laughs) is what I'm saying yeah you can like I like to make sure that most of my meals that I have are high protein or like if I make things I like to make them high protein but I also don't I know that I don't have to make everything like that and I could just have a meal for enjoyment yes it's still something I'm working on yes I'm you know it's it's something I work on every single day but I am starting now to learn that and and try to get outside of my comfort zone with cooking things that I've never cooked before using oils and sauces and ingredients that I've never even thought about using because I was scared of them in the past and it's just opened my eyes to a whole new world and it's when you're making it for yourself or even when you're having other people make it for you like if you if you struggle with letting other people make food for you um which I know I personally do sometimes. Mine's more just because I'm vegetarian and a lot of people, when they make food, they don't make vegetarian options. But I know that I struggled with that. And at the beginning of this semester at school, um, someone made me a home-cooked meal and I really enjoyed it. It really helped me, like, it helps me with stress and having to worry about making meals, but also it was just nice to try a new type of food that was comforting and delicious and hearty and it's just so important to learn what meals make you feel good and that make you feel that make your soul happy but also make you nourished and you enjoy like you shouldn't have to be miserable when you're eating food number 18 movement is good for the mind body and soul I know a lot of people say exercise is good for the body but I have not just noticed a difference in how my body responds. My mental health has improved so much since beginning to lift and exercise regularly, um, as well as 
my soul, like inside, I just genuinely feel more stable and consistent and ready to take on what the world has to throw at me. Um, obviously I'm still, as, as you can tell from this episode, me being sick and not wanting to take rest, I'm still working on that aspect of movement being good for me because there is a balance. Movement is good, but rest is also good for you. And I'm definitely trying to get out of the mindset that I have to be go, go, go all the time and that I can never take a break or rest because otherwise I'll fall behind. Number 19. (laughs) This is funny. (laughs) Breathe. I can't really do that right now, Lainey. I am struggling to breathe right now. Anyways, yes, breathe. You will get through it no matter what life throws at you. You may be going through the toughest thing right now. And this can be the most annoying and easy thing for someone to say who's not going through it. But when I'm going through really challenging moments, if I can just remind myself to breathe, does it fix anything? Uh, Probably not. But it helps me slow myself down. It helps me calm my anxiety. Um, It can physically help your body because your body is in a state of stress. Obviously, it's not the cure to every situation. But if you can remind yourself to breathe, that can have a very positive impact on what it is you're going through. Number 20, get outside in nature and connect with the earth. It's an instant bood, bood mooster. Wow. Wow, Lainey. Yeah. It's not even 8 o'clock and I can't speak. Um, it is an instant mood booster. I have realized this year that I love... I mean, I feel like I've always loved nature, but when I was really going through some stuff like freshman through junior year, obviously COVID happened and just like a bunch of other stuff, I like never really appreciated nature, like went outside and did stuff. Now I like, if I can go for a walk on a beach with my feet in the sand and the water, I'm all for it. I love hiking. Um, I love putting my feet in the dirt, like all that stuff, like grass and stuff, like stuff like that, not just like any random pile of dirt guys anyways like putting my feet in grass or like on the beach or hiking anything like that is just so grounding and it makes me feel so happy and like I said it just makes you feel connected to the earth and to yourself number 21 sleep is so important I at the beginning of the year up until well I don't know maybe April or May, I was having, like, energy drinks before I went to the gym every day, or I would have, like, a third of an energy drink or, like, half of an energy drink. I was wondering why at night I was waking up, like, multiple times with, like, all of this energy, like, I couldn't sleep. Well, I slowly started realizing that it was probably the energy drinks, so I stopped drinking them. Now, majority of the time, I sleep pretty good. I mean, I wake up having to go to the bathroom almost every night, but that's probably my fault because I drink water like right up until I go to bed. So that definitely is my fault. But sleep has been just like so crucial for me, especially because I'm such an active person. And yes, I would like to get to the point where I'm not waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. I also know that that's like probably going to take time. I just, I'm so much happier now that I'm getting sleep throughout the night and not waking up like six or seven times every night. So 
obviously I don't think energy drinks affect everyone like this, but I know that they were really affecting me. So if you feel like if you're having something like that and you feel like your sleep is very disruptive, maybe try cutting it out or dialing back on it because I know it made a huge difference for me. And number 22, the final thing I learned in 2022, consume content that makes you happy and makes you feel motivated. This can be books, music, podcasts, YouTube, Instagram. If you have TikTok, it can be TikToks. I don't have TikTok. Um, Movies, shows, anything like that. But make sure that whoever you're following or whatever you're reading or anything like that is is stuff that is either uplifting to you or makes you happy or makes you feel good. Because when you're consuming content that doesn't make you feel good, that's going to impact your day-to-day life and how you feel about yourself. So that means if you're following people on social media that you're constantly comparing yourself to or that are making you feel bad about yourself, unfollow them. That's the majority of content creators. That is not their goal. Their goal is is not to trigger you or upset you or make your life harder or make you compare yourself to them. So if you have to, you know, remove yourself from that person's account or, you know, something like that, or, like, from a certain show, if it's, like, triggering to you or, I don't know, anything of that sort. Don't feel guilty for taking yourself out of that situation because you shouldn't have to consume that content if it's not supportive to you and your journey on this earth. And with all of that being said, I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope these 22 things I learned in 2022 were helpful or entertaining exciting you know fun to hear maybe it'll help you reflect on things you've learned you know if you want to leave a comment on the post for this episode on my podcast instagram letting me know some things you've learned in the year of 2022 i would love to hear from you my dms are also open so feel free to message me on my instagram and i will try and get back to you but with all that being said that was just a thought with me I will be in your ears next week. Bye.